0: stop stop i can't take it anymore oh i do the live ones too yes i know
1: i saw your act in the theater you're really quite good quite a certain harmful habit stop it now i'm leaving i don't think he felt anything after the crash hello and welcome back we are breaking up with rbs this is episode number 92 and i am tawny sanabria
0: and i am jdk Winnikin back for another week of debunking the junk by which we mean those stories that we tell ourselves from these various emotional states that we're in that just make everything harder on ourselves on our relationships on our lives in general and rob us of all the things that we really want to have more ease more flow more resilience, more connectivity, all those things. And we tend to make it harder than it needs to be. Tawny and I are here to talk a little bit about the ways in which we do that and to suggest maybe some easier ways of going about it. Because if we do if we do that on an individual level, as we talked about at the end of last week, that has a ripple effect. It can affect our relationships and then it can affect our communities and then it can spread more broadly than that. And that's exactly what we're shooting for here. Nice to see you, Tawny.
1: Nice to see you
0: too. Awesome. You're in disguise? Um sort of, disguise, I guess I have mean? a hat on if that's what you mean. <laughs> I have a hat on. Yeah, although it does <laughs> kind of look like I'm in the middle of a disguise, right? Uh, Eric our in studio yes. producer said I look like one of those people that's try to hide out in a Marvel movie, a, secret- a superhero, mm-hmm. which I kind of liked because it implies that I'm actually a superhero, right? Which is, right. is not bad. Not yes. bad. Um mm-hmm. oh, and, oh, and by the, and by the way, we got I mean we're going to get We're going to drift off here in just a minute. Before we do that, i got to thank everybody for being here. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) And uh, remember, if you miss any of this episode or any of the other episodes, you can get this show as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get video versions of every episode of Breaking Up With RBS at our YouTube channel, Breaking Up With RBS. We also have a Facebook group of the same name. Tawny has got a fabulous, fantastic six-week self-mastery course. Uh, at unperfectyourself.com that you can uh, connect with apply a lot of things we're talking about in your own context at every second saturday of the month tawny and i do a free zoom workshop that introduces uh, anyone who wants to be there to the practices of getting into the body to answer any questions that you might have and to hopefully enrich your experience with yourself and with life so that's what we're doing and the the work on the book continues unabated. We're having some fun with that of late, which is great. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of building a little building a world here. <laughs> a, a breaking up world. A breaking up world. <laughs> that just I'm, with the junk though. Just the junk. Not with the yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um mm-hmm. we don't need to be in a disguise mm-hmm. for that. No, actually, um I'm wearing a hat because I'm way overdue for a haircut and I'm 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 self conscious about it actually. So I decided to go with a hat. You no. Know? Yeah, good choice.
1: Oh, thanks. So, when is your next when is your next appointment? I mean, is it coming up? Or uh, yeah, it should it? be this.
0: It's sh- it's in a few days. It's in a few days. So. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, I um, think. yeah, it doesn't. It'll be fine. <laughs> if this is the worst of my <laughs> challenges, I'm in <laughs> in good shape.
1: It can be quite stressful, you know, <laughs> missing those hair appointments. I know.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I like my routine. Yeah. Anyway all right so Mm -hmm. uh, tawny coming off last week we we took apart the word manipulation and and examined it and uh kind of put it in the realm taking it out of the good and the bad bucket and uh kind of treating it for what it is it's something that we do it's the maneuvering and and all that to get what we're looking for to get what we need and it's not upfront, right and it's not transparent for ourselves and for other people Mm -hmm. um and that was that was a really great word to choose um and so I'm not sure how we're going to follow up with that, but I know that one of the things that I got to thinking about in the aftermath of that episode was, you know, going out and, you know, maneuvering to get us these things externally, you know, that we need for ourselves. What about the times where, you know, as we, as it's often called self-sabotaging, like we, we know what we want to do. We might have some awareness about what we're doing, but we undercut ourselves. I was wondering if that has any relationship to what we had talked about or if that brings up just entirely different things for you when I say that. What comes up for you when I say that? Yeah.
1: Well, what relates to what we talked about last week that does come up for me is about conditioning, Mm -hmm. right? We learned from a young age to speak to ourselves in this way. It was sort of like this strange thing of you know, somehow that might motivate, it's a, it is a weird relationship to motivation. Um, but certainly also the, the, our brains are wired to go negative Our, our brains are wired to sort of, um, protect and keep us safe. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. So an untrained brain will go negative quite often. It just does and part of that is about survival. Right? If we can see the problem, whatever that is, if we can see the danger, then we can do something about it. And and then it, things will be better. Gotcha. The trouble is we stay because we're also habitual creatures. We get really good at what we repeat. So when we repeat negative thought processes we get really good at it it becomes automatic
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so there's a, there's there's a variety of different things going on there and and you know most of the time I can relate to this myself so, and I've talked with a lot of people throughout the years it's sort of like well I, I doesn't even feel like I'm trying to think about I doesn't feel like I have a choice
0: yeah the thoughts just come mm-hmm Mm -hmm. And they're so powerful and so ingrained that we, we treat them as real rather than as conditioned. Right. We don't even know. Yeah. We don't even know
1: that (laughs) we've been conditioned. Right. Right. Yeah. There's no (laughs) telling the difference. Right.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Right. So we don't even have this awareness of, of being able to decide like, is this real or is this a story that I've held on for a really long time where I first heard it from a, you know, started as a, at a preschool teaching sort of environment or, or a parent or, or just my community. Mm -hmm. Right. I I saw, I saw really early on, which, which kids received that recognition and, and which kids um, stood out Mm -hmm. for, you know, positive things. And, and I learned how to talk to myself about all of that or, and I learned that that wasn't going to be me. So I might as well Blah, 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 blah. Like, like that's one of my favorite things. Well, if you're going to, I hear this from couples all the time. Well, if you're going to call me lazy, I'm going to be lazy. <laughs> like ah. what? <laughs> wow. or, or if you're going to, if you're going to call me, you know, this, <laughs> then I'm just going to go do it.
0: Well, if you're going to pour okay. gasoline around my feet, I'm just going to light it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's sort of like this, like, yeah, what's going on internally? <laughs> if I'm gonna say I'm lazy, I'm gonna be lazy. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to say I can't do this, I'm going to not be able to do this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right. Or if,
0: so, so uh, um, yeah. I don't know if
1: that even answers your question at all, but that's what came up for me.
0: No, it it does. It, it, that is what comes up, and I, I think that's a that's a key part of this too. I think the the conditioning part. And one of the things about BS stories, and it was a, originally a hurdle for me to have to get over, I remember, this this very idea that somehow my brain wasn't giving me the right answers. I just always assumed that if I thought about it long enough, or if I had practiced it long enough, or if it had been a part of my life long enough, it must be real. And it must be objectively so. It might, how could it be something I'm, that's either from conditioning or I'm subconsciously choosing? I knew all the words and I knew all that stuff, but the, the idea that I was sabotaging myself or undercutting my own efforts from a series of things and a series of thought patterns and stories that wasn't based in reality never occurred to me. There, it was like learning a different language at the front end of this, what we're talking about. and the, But what it did was it opened up, at least for me, the possibility of getting some distance from whatever reaction I was having to something or whatever story, whatever, you know, self-critical thing I was saying to myself going, am I really? Am I really believing that? Is that really what's happening? Or is there something else? And then of course, getting into the body is what helped give some distance from those stories that disconnecting from those stories might be a good way of putting it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like to think
1: of it as sort of like getting underneath them right but the same purpose like getting that physical distance from the stories because when we're yeah when we're wrapped up in there and we're living life from that place we don't have anything other than that to experience oh maybe this isn't true Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right just the the experience of not being able the the story of not being able to handle uncomfortable emotions Like I'm going, you know, the floodgates are going to open. I don't know what, I don't know what I'm capable of, Mm -hmm. right? This is what we do. And um, getting underneath those stories, getting into the body and experiencing how the body can allow for
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and still be
0: okay Mm -hmm. offers a different reality. It does. It does. You know, and the... Boy, that that is such a key source, isn't it? I can't handle these emotions that I'm feeling, these negative things. And so in order to not deal with them, I can tell myself a story of like, well, I just can't do it. Or there's no point in me continuing on. The idea that we can actually sit with those and let those flow and let those exist and be okay in the process with, and the fact that they will go away, the feelings will disappear at some point, just didn't occur to me at least. I think it's one of the big challenges that we often face is, is that, and that, that by itself is a, can be a self-sabotaging thing, I guess. Um, You know, because then we just quit or we just think we aren't curious enough about what would it be like if we persevered through it or if we didn't believe that story. And it's really limiting, right? It limits us to our, the, the, it limits us to the boundaries that, and the parameters that our BS stories have established for us through conditioning and experience and trauma or whatever you want to call it. And it's just simply not a place we have to stay in.
1: Mm -hmm. Completely, right? What came up for me when you were talking about that is just this, we're lucky enough, most of us, to have time on our hands to overthink all about our emotional states. And it only makes it worse. Only makes it worse. We're trying to figure out our emotional states.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It, 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 that, that can't be done in the way that, that we think it can. Yeah. Yeah. Or in the in time the that, that we, think all it we can. all we do <laughs> right. right. All that we do is rev ourselves up even more. <laughs> yeah. Or or distract ourselves enough for a period of time and then all of a sudden it just comes right back in like what, what's wrong with me like why is this continuing to happen mm-hmm. right and we're we're spending so much extra time just thinking about it over and over mm-hmm. same sort of story over and over about ourselves mm-hmm. not being able to handle this or that or not being able to measure up to this or that or you know lost hopes and dreams and all all of the things and we're just stoked in the fire yeah. And so then our reality is, yeah, I'm never going to be able to get out of this. Well, yeah, you created that. Yep. Yes. Yes. You will not
0: be able to get out of it yeah. Overthinking about it. That's right. hundred percent. That's right. And you know, and you play that, play that process out, you know, of time after time, after time, story, after story, after story, emotional upheaval, after upheaval, after upheaval, that is just brings stress and tension to the body and all the effects that it has. And what's at the far end of that, all the things that are causing so many difficulties in our own lives and in our larger communities. I mean, everything from addictive behavior to social withdrawal, um, you know, lashing out in anger in whatever it might be about, (laughs) you know, physically, emotionally, politically. I mean, there's, there's so many ways that this, Comes out sideways when you play this tape out, when it happens time after time after time again, when there isn't an awareness of the possibility that this might just all be BS stuff that I and and it can be disconnected from, or or you can get underneath what those stories are and get connected to a reality that's honestly a lot simpler and we're a lot mm-hmm. a lot more, um, we're a lot hardier than we think when it comes to being able to handle mm-hmm. these things.
1: Absolutely, absolutely not. And also, you know, some people will say, oh, I don't overthink about that stuff. I just keep on trucking. I just keep on moving, right? Uh, yeah, okay, okay. And so the other side of the coin of sort of, just completely distracting or numbing out to, or not wanting to get to know, Mm. why did I just have that outburst the other day when I was driving down the road? Oh, forget that. Because that person did that thing. I'll just go on about my business. Well, oftentimes that can come back in a dumpster fire later. Um, So, (laughs) so overthinking, but completely disregarding our reactions that are strongly, unreasonable Mm -hmm. either one of those were probably going to be a little
0: bit you know little problematic or or hugely problematic right right yeah and it's it's Mm -hmm. a it's a very i guess what we're getting at here is that on some level this is the core of what we're talking about here this is a day in day out moment by moment minute by minute hour by hour reality of how we are and i love what you said the front end the untrained brain will go negative the untrained brain will go negative we have a title for the episode by the way (laughs) because that's really good um but i think it's really true because what we're talking about it's not just training the brain it's that connecting to the body it's that somatic knowledge the body telling us it's not just this repository for pain or for you know to move our brain around it's actually telling us something and that's part of this larger system that we're trying to get in touch with. And when we do that, we, we that's part of training the brain, isn't it? Is mm-hmm. getting out from this idea that the thinking space is all there is. It's getting it integrated with how the actual brain-mind was designed to work with everything else in our body as a receptor of information, as a transmitter of information, and as a connective element, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about training the brain as opposed to the untrained brain, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, because the untrained brain is going to be, at least in our world today, because mm-hmm. the untrained brain gets hit with constant stimulation if we're just going about our day and getting no consideration to what we're feeding it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So it is. it will be untrained, and we won't get a break from it, all the thoughts we're supposed to be thinking and the stories we're supposed to be telling and the whole engagement of life from that space. When we give it a break, kind of get on, out from underneath and utilize other parts of the wisdom in our body to help us work with the brain, the thinking space. Obviously, the brain controls the body, but blah, blah, blah. blah. We know this, right? Like the thinking space of the brain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we give it a break and we start to maybe move into reflection period or. Or contemplation, where we're utilizing the brain to notice things in different ways, yeah. or to even question, mm-hmm. or get curious about, or wonder about, like we've talked about in other episodes, um, where we can slow things down. Yeah, because an untrained brain is going to be highly reactive and highly sensitive, and and looking for danger all over the place.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and. It- an active brain, a hyper hyper moving thinking space cannot calm down that same thinking space. It's not just just a saying. It is actually neurologically impossible. (laughs) It it doesn't work that way. And that's the thing that was amazing to me as I learned about the physiological elements of all this, when we get into the body and what that does, what that ignites. It, it literally slows everything down and then it clears, by extension, clears the mind a bit more. <laughs> That's what slows it down. I can't tell you how many mm-hmm. times talking to people, they think they can't calm down until they get something figured out. It's like, well, no, you're just, you're just racing and racing and mm-hmm. racing. And I've, I've used the comparison because I'm an airplane person to, you know, if a propeller on an airplane spins too fast, like the mind spins, it threads. It threads. And it goes way too fast for what it's designed to do. And that's a danger because when that happens, the engine isn't operating right and the engines can overheat and the plane can come down. So you, you Mm -hmm. can't just speed it up just because it has the ability to go that fast doesn't mean it should. Mm -hmm. And you can't Mm -hmm. solve it by going faster. And that to me is so much of what (laughs) was so profound about this, uh, when I first started really becoming more aware mm-hmm. of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it can't, the body's going to respond to that too. It is. With that, like you said, tension, um, constriction, contraction, we're going to be, you know, having some pain points in the body, mm-hmm. different systems are going to be worn down mm-hmm. because they don't have the space to work properly. We can't, sleep well so the digestive system doesn't get to do its job effectively when we're Mm -hmm. sleeping you know just those kinds of things are are happening when when we engage the brain to that degree or the thinking space to that degree
0: yeah you know one of one of the things i've learned to notice in people is is when i have a sense that the brain is spinning right when the thinking space is really moving they stop breathing or they breathe super shallow Mm -hmm. and the deprivation of oxygen to the blood cells in the body that are moving through it and bringing everything to the brain is increasing the stress on the heart on the arteries on the veins and on the on, and on the brain and the way to loosen that up is to breathe <laughs> it's it's so funny i think sometimes people think that we just say okay breathe 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 cuz they think that's shorthand for calm down when it's like it's actually breathe <laughs> and then the calm down <laughs> No, I mean it, (laughs) breathe, it'll work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we can talk about breathe for an episode, right? But yes, I think it is kind of funny. I think sometimes people do use breathe and and like Uh calm down, but but yes, the breath will allow you to calm down if you utilize
0: it in ways that Uh allow you to calm down. That's right. It's able to do that. It is, and if you are open to the idea that your brain doesn't have to give you the answer, that you can actually go to your body and disconnect and then you can, you don't need an answer. You just can become calmer and get more, get more centered in what the reality is in the moment. Um, it's its hard to explain that. I, again, we, we've said before on here, sometimes it's the its the difference between describing swimming in the ocean and swimming in the ocean, <laughs> you know, or uh, the idea that there's a difference between trying to sleep and just going to sleep, you know. It, it can be tough, but yet it is so it's one reason I I laugh about it so much because it is simple in that concept and yet because we've been conditioned in the exact opposite direction of this. It can be really tough to connect with it. Yeah. And sometimes when we really start thinking
1: about this and talking about this and and really getting to, getting to the heart of the matter, it's kind of really frustrating that we were conditioned this way. I know. Like why? why did, why did this need to happen this way? Oh man. Right. So, but it is, it is, you know, it is what it is, right? Like, but here we are, we can unwind, right. And, you know, step back and learn new things about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, and that's when we're going to be able to experience some of the things that, that we're talking about. In terms of slowing down, um, one of my um, a massage person that I see regularly, she always tells me, um, "Oh shoot, I just lost it." She says, um, "Oh, she says, slow down, learn fast. Mm. Slow down, learn fast. Oh yeah. So, so we learn faster
0: as we slow down. I love that." Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to steal that as a title. <laughs> yes, I think we do. I think I I
1: don't think that she
0: has copyright on it. Okay, anything. good. Um, <laughs> good. Can always give her credit for so it. So I think we could. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll give her credit for it. Yeah, you know, I th- But but yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, that point of and we've talked about this before in other episodes that slowing down allows for whatever is would is going to be helpful to come up to come up. Mm hmm. We're we're not pressurizing ourselves, trying to make something happen or trying to find the perfect solution or, you know, trying to get to a particular outcome. We put all that pressure and we're, you know, no breaks, no pauses We're we're going to take us that much longer than if we just slow down, you know, sleep on it. Go take a walk.
0: hmm
1: go, you know, you maybe you're hangry and you need lunch, mm-hmm. right? Like take, take, take some time away. And oftentimes what you were trying to search for and trying to grab onto just
0: arrives. Arrives, yep, yep. And and more often than not, those, those arrival moments when we have them, not only do those tend to stick more and we tend to trust them more because they're coming from a non-exclusively thinking space but they come from and they come in the times where we're actually slowed down and calm. Because if you think about it, if you if that's from a thinking space, the thinking space is already so revved up, it's either going to go right by <laughs> or you're going to you're going to second guess it or question it or judge it or, you know, examine it and then pretty soon after a while, it's like manipulating something long enough that it falls apart, right? <laughs> you know. So yeah. Slowing, slow down, mm-hmm. learn fast. Yeah. It's really, it really is true yeah. in my experience.
1: Yeah. Right. And my, sometimes my best thoughts, best my most creative thoughts are things that just sort of like, why didn't I think of that a long time ago? Yep. Come when I'm in the sauna. Yeah. I'm in the sauna. I'm just like, I'm trapped, right? Yep. It's all okay. And then here comes a thought that I can't believe I didn't come to Oh yeah. months ago. You know, folks, a lot of times people will say they'll have these in the shower, you know, the it, in places where you're sort of just just calm and relaxed. And then all of a sudden, the answer that you've been looking for or anticipating just arrives yep. without that pressure. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it, 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 uh, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, because I, what I was going to say earlier, um, because the answer sometimes isn't up here.
0: Uh-huh. The answer is in your body. And if there's no time there, you miss out on the answer. Yep, exactly, exactly. It's the same thing happens to me. I'm on the spin bike, I'm in in the gym, I'm walking to or from, I'm in the pool. Um, You know, sauna is well for me. That's oftentimes where those things pop up where I go, oh, hadn't considered that. And it's being present. It's being doing something that's relaxing. It's doing something that is connecting myself to my body, connecting my body to my head. Pretty amazing. Yep. All right. Well, see, we found our way through. <laughs> we sure
1: did. We I, always do.
0: Always do. Right. So that's a good takeaway. Slow down, learn fast. And the untrained mind, untrained brain will go negative. So mm-hmm. hold on to those for the next week. Until we see you next week on another episode of Breaking Up with RBS. Thank you so much for joining us, by the way. I am JDK Winnegan. And I'm Tani Santabria. Thanks for hanging out. See ya. Stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater.
1: You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit.